Hello and welcome to the Contentment Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Eve Giovanna, and together we're going to navigate this overwhelming modern world by discussing topics such as spirituality, mental health, enjoying your own company, and much more. All in the hopes that you can find some contentment and inner peace with your authentic self. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode. I hope you're all doing well and you're enjoying the spooky season. I am absolutely loving autumn, October at the moment. I know it's so basic but I've lit a candle and it's only nine in the morning but I just think candles should be enjoyed at all parts of the day and not just at night. I've closed my curtains for sound but also it's really cosy. I've got all my little pumpkins on my desk and I've got my candle there and I'm loving it. I feel like I'm getting into a bit of a rhythm with recording these episodes which is nice because when I first started the podcast I feel like maybe I didn't start at the best time when I was trying to move to um, halfway across the world but I feel like now I'm a little bit more settled. I've got into a little bit of a more a little bit more of a routine and I'm starting to make an episode every two weeks and every two weeks feels good to me. Originally I wanted to do one once a week because that's just when everybody else seemed to do it once a week, sometimes even twice a week. But then I realised that I think it takes me like two weeks to sort of formulate a good um, episode and kind of mull over the idea and then like get a bit of a script together get notes together and when I was trying to do one one trying to do one once a week it was always quite rushed and I don't know I just believe in quality of quantity so this episode I've wanted to do for quite a while I've got this site folder in my google drive that's like ideas for episodes and I was looking through it and I saw this one and I just thought yeah this this feels like a good time to do this kind of episode so this is going to be things I would tell my younger self and I just wanted to say before I started the episode this is not to sort of say that I have no regrets about the way that I live my life. I don't like to focus too much on things like regret because obviously you can't change the past and, you know, whatever's happened is just um, decisions that you made at the time with the experiences and the knowledge that you had. And I want this to be kind of, let's call it big sister advice and sort of the things that I've learned and accumulated over my 27 years of living. I thought before the episode starts I would give you a little rundown of how the episode's going to play out. So as you can imagine the main bulk of the episode is going to be things I would tell my younger self and then I'm going to be reading out some submissions that people um, have submitted through a sticker on Instagram that I put out and then I suppose a little roundup of the episode and that's it really. One of the first things that popped into my mind when I was thinking about things that I would tell my younger self is you are good enough and 
I repeat that to myself all the time now and I do genuinely believe it and I think my confidence and my general self-esteem is so much better but I think when I was younger I'm not really sure when this change started to happen but when I was younger you know my early 20s my late teens I just felt this deep sense of inadequacy like I didn't I just wasn't good enough for the things that I wanted and therefore I wouldn't go for them. So for example, I wasn't good enough for certain relationships, I wasn't good enough for jobs that I wanted, for careers that I wanted. I just wasn't good enough for anything, which is really sad when I look back at it and I suppose I must have just had really low self-esteem. And when I talk to my friends and my family so like my sister and my sisters and my mum and maybe this is more of like a a woman thing they've had the same experiences too and it's only as we've grown older that we have to just say to ourselves you know we are good enough for whatever it is that we desire I want to share a specific example And I don't think I've ever really shared this information before to anybody. So it's quite vulnerable, but I share this in case somebody else is going through a similar situation and, you know, hearing this advice might help sway or change their mind or help them feel inspired. So when I was going through the process of choosing to go to university and what course I was going to do and what direction I wanted to take my life in I chose to go down the route of working with children and don't get me wrong I was definitely good at working with children and like generally working in that caring environment and um, I did enjoy certain aspects of it because it was really fulfilling however I've looked back at it now and I I feel like I kind of did it because I just didn't feel good enough for the other paths in life and what I mean by this is I feel like I would look at other paths so for example I would look at a, a more creative path and I would think well I'm just not good enough for that or I'll be like, something like that is just not for me. It's not for the type of person that I'm on. I am, excuse me. Going into it a little deeper as well, I remember thinking at the time, well, I'm a woman and women do things like they look after kids and they care for kids and they, they're generally their stereotypical purpose is to nurture and care and that's kind of all I felt good enough for at the time so I don't know maybe there's some deep-rooted sexism going on there also just another example was relationships so say my a friend of mine would get into a relationship and then I wouldn't be in a relationship and I would directly compare myself and I would think well it's because I'm just not good enough in some way. I don't I couldn't exactly pinpoint what wasn't good enough about me but there was just this deep sense of yep I'm just not good enough for that and I'm not I'm not really sure why. I am actually starting therapy soon 
So maybe that is a topic that I'll be discussing with my therapist. Okay, I just went really deep in there. But, you know, what I'm trying to say is if for some reason you just have this like deep sense of inadequacy and you don't feel good enough for something in your life, whether it's like a job you want to go for or whether it's a relationship that you want to seek out, just know that you are good enough for whatever it is that you want in life and you're deserving, you deserve to be happy and you deserve good things. One last thing I'll say about this particular topic is if you do feel like you're not good enough and you've got this like sense of inadequacy for whatever reason, the best thing to do and what I recommend is working on self-esteem, working on building up your self-esteem. I've been saying this um, for a while now in a couple of my episodes, I remember referring to this, but I am going to do an episode on how to build self-esteem and how to build confidence and generally just building that feeling of, you know, I am deserving, I'm good enough. I'm not going to go deep into it now because I think there's a lot that I could say about it and I suppose there's a lot of tips and advice that I could share but yeah that's what I would say it build up your self-esteem build up your confidence and that's how you get that feeling of feeling good enough and feeling worthy okay so speaking about self-esteem segues a little bit into what I wanted to talk about next so what I would say to myself is go easy on yourself you're doing a lot better than you think I would pass a lot less judgment on myself, I'd be more patient, I'd be more kind and I'd just be a bit more understanding. So what I mean by this is I think I held myself to a pretty high standard and if I wasn't meeting the standard then you know I would beat myself up, I would judge myself, I would get really annoyed at myself. So a good example of this is when I started to get into personal development and maybe a little bit of spirituality I remember being in my, I think, like third year of university, and I would create, I say, a list of things that I needed to get done. And then, if I didn't get these things done, and if I didn't do it to this high standard, then it would almost feel like I'd not done any of it at all, which I guess is perfectionism. So, for example, on that day, I would want to go to the gym for an hour and a half and then I would want to do yoga for half an hour and then I'd want to journal and then I'd want to make sure that I'd eaten really healthy that day and then actually looking back on it now I was only just getting into like personal development and exercising and generally just trying to look after myself look after my health and I was setting such a high standard and then beating myself up beating myself up for when I didn't meet the standard so say I would do three out of the four things that I'd set out that day but then if I didn't do that fourth thing I would be like well that's just not good enough is it which is so sad and now I have a very different attitude where say for example I would I'll make a to-do list or should I say I'd make a today list and I'll have say five small tasks that I need to get done and say if I do four of them I'll say to myself well done like you have done so well today by completing these four tasks and you should be proud of yourself. I'm at that point now where even if I only do one thing that is good for myself that day you know that's good for my mental health or it's good for my well-being or whatever it is 
I will focus on being proud of myself for doing that one thing instead of focusing on all the other things that I didn't do because I just don't think it's helpful for myself to focus on what I didn't do rather than what I did do because I want to be kind, I want to be patient, I want to be understanding towards myself. Ever since I've sort of started working on having a good relationship with myself, I'm starting to understand that the things that I say to myself and the narratives that I'm pushing really do have an effect on, you know, my self-esteem and how I feel about myself. So, for example, if I'm constantly pushing this narrative that everything that I do is just like not, you know, not good enough unless I reach this ridiculously high standard, then I'm not going to have good self-esteem. I'm not going to feel good about myself and that would make me feel anxious. It'll make me feel depressed, low mood, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. Now I'm at the point where I show myself so much kindness and patience and understanding like I would to my best friends which brings me on to my next point which is you are allowed to make mistakes and you are going to make mistakes and that is okay so I don't really like to use the word mistake because to me it feels like it has a lot of like heavy connotations and I don't really believe in mistakes as such I just believe that you try something or you have an experience and it doesn't have the desired outcome or something happens that's it has a different outcome to how you would have expected however anytime I talk about that happening I don't want to have to go through that explanation and say a less desired outcome so I use the word mistake as a roundabout way of saying you know something happened that had a less desired outcome like I was saying before I think I used to hold myself to a really high standard and I would beat myself up for making mistakes and I wouldn't be very kind to myself and also I wouldn't be very patient with myself or understanding. So for example I would be in a social situation and I would have said something that maybe wasn't the best social etiquette or something that was slightly out of turn, you know nothing major just sometimes in conversations you slip up a little bit and I would afterwards once I'd realised that I'd said whatever I'd said that was slightly out of turn, I would beat myself up for it so much and I would obsess over it and not be very kind and patient and understanding towards myself in realising that, you know, you're not going to be perfect all the time, basically, and you're not going to always say the right thing. Now, when I make a mistake, whether it's big or it's small, straight away, I try to practice patience and understanding and acceptance of myself so I will just say to myself it's okay that you've made a mistake you're a human being it's completely normal you're allowed and to be honest I think that I learn mostly through experiencing things so I have to have an experience to realize oh I don't want to say that again I don't want to do that again that wasn't how I'd want to behave And what I've learned about life so far is that I think throughout life you're always going to make mistakes and that's absolutely fine. It's just a part of being a human being and like I said before, 
for me and I think for other other people will experience this they do just learn through making mistakes having experiences and that is just how life is and that's okay okay so the next thing that I would tell my younger self is most of the time you can never be 100% certain if something is 100% the right decision and it's so much better to move forward with something and it not turn exact turn out exactly how you would have planned than stay stagnant and ruminate over making this decision or what could have been and a lot of the time all of like the negative energy and the discomfort is coming from not making the decision and not necessarily um the outcome of that decision being made a lot of the time I was basically just trying to control everything and when I was trying to control everything I would not move forward and make a lot of decisions because in my mind I was like well I need to know 100% if this is going to be the right thing to do otherwise I can't move forward with it but now I'm in a very different mindset where I'd much rather just move forward and if something doesn't work out exactly how I wanted it to then I just say to myself well that's okay because now you've tried this way of doing it you can move forward and maybe try a different way of doing something so for example for a long time I was ruminating over whether I wanted to go traveling whether I wanted to move to a different country and I felt overwhelmed by all of the choices that I had because there was so many pros and cons to different ones and there was no way that I could have been 100% sure what would have been the right decision so in the end I ended up just moving to Canada getting the visa and trying one way of doing it and obviously it didn't it didn't necessarily work out the way that I planned but I'm so glad that I did it because I've at least tried a version of something that I wanted to do and I can see maybe that's not the exact way that I want to do it so now I can come back to the drawing board and take what I've learned from that experience and bring it into um, when I next try and do something like that. There's a little bit of crossover there with what I wanted to talk about next which is you can't control everything and actually I think it's quite important to let go of control. So for example I think a lot of the time I tried to control every aspect of my life and it just caused so much stress and tension because there is absolutely no way that anyone can control all the outcomes in their life, all the aspects of their life. So this is a really good example. Talking about it in the context of social situations, so I think a lot of the time I used to try and control the outcome of a social situation and what I mean by this is I would try and behave in certain ways and do certain things for other people to like me but then it got to the point where I wasn't really being my true self because I was sort of trying to control how people felt about me and trying to make them like me by doing the things that I thought that they would like and that would make them like me. It got to the point where I found it quite exhausting because, you know, I was constantly trying to control what people thought of me by doing all of these certain things. 
But now I've just accepted that I can't always control what people think of me and that's okay. Not everybody needs to like me. Not everybody needs to understand me and understand the way that I live my life. And since I've sort of adopted this mindset, I feel so much more inner peace because I don't have this insatiable need for everyone to like me and to control and essentially control how people feel about me and perceive me so this would manifest itself in different areas of my life so for example I used to spend so much time worrying about how my career or how my professional work life was going to plan out and I would try and control that in a way by ruminating and thinking about it all the time but now I've come to the point where I've realised that I'm still not 100% sure how my work life, my professional life is going to pan out and that's okay that I don't know that because the alternative is I can just sit and worry about it constantly all the time until you know I do find something that I do want to spend my life doing that I find fulfilling or I can let go of control and essentially surrender to the flow of the universe and let that figure itself out in the timeline that it needs to be figured out and I much prefer the alternative option because I feel so much more relaxed and all that time that I spent worrying and ruminating now I can spend that time you know doing things that I enjoy um and yeah just generally not worrying and not bringing myself so much anxiety over something that I just can't control so the next thing that I would say to my younger self and this is probably one of the most important is trust your gut instincts and trust yourself because it's almost always right and I'm going to give a really good example of this so when I was in my first year of university towards the end I got this really strong feeling that the course that I wasn't doing, sorry, the course that I was doing wasn't exactly right for me. It wasn't bringing me fulfillment and it just didn't feel right. Now, I think the issue was I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do instead, but I just had this really strong feeling in my gut that this wasn't right for me and even though I didn't know what I was going to do instead I should leave the course. Now at the time I probably spent a month or two ruminating over this and calling up um, you know other courses and careers advisors because I was frantically trying to find something else that I could do instead because I didn't want to leave university, I didn't want to leave my friends, I'd just signed for a house with them, you know I was the social side of university I was having a great time but I basically didn't listen to my gut instincts and I just continued with that course and now how many years later I think it's been so my first year of university was so eight years later I have made the decision that I don't want to do anything to do with my degree and I just 
basically have no interest in that and I look back at it and those gut instincts were right and I should have just trusted myself and trusted that even though I didn't know exactly what I was going to do instead I just knew that that wasn't the right thing for me and I don't like to again you know I don't like to like ruin it over regret or anything like that but from now on if I get a really strong gut instinct about something I'm going to listen to myself because I look back at it now and I was right it just it wasn't what I wanted to do it was just something that don't get me wrong I was good at it and I did get some joy out of it but it just wasn't right for me and I wish that I would have trusted myself and trusted the universe to take me to the place that I needed to go to but again I don't like to you know say that I regret things because it's done now and that path that I took lots of good things happened from it and it wasn't all like a negative experience I do sometimes just wonder what my life would have looked like if I would have trusted my gut instincts at that point and just yeah and uh, and just dropped out of the course what I will say about that experience is I don't look back at myself and have any negative feelings towards myself at that time because I made a decision with the experiences and the feelings that I had at the time and at the time I wasn't very self-assured about myself I wasn't that confident so I wasn't confident enough to sort of throw myself into the abyss and be okay with you know dropping out of university but then having the uncertainty of not knowing what I was going to be doing whereas now um I think I would say for example quit a job if it didn't feel right because I just trust myself and I trust the universe and I know that everything will work out eventually whereas at the time I think I had more of a mindset where I was just like I said before trying to control everything so yeah if I was dropped if I dropped out then I couldn't have full control over my reality and what was going on the next thing that I would say to my younger self is good things take time and honing the skill of patience is probably one of the most important things that I will ever learn so for example I used to ruminate over how I wanted to change my career or how I wanted to change my job and I would think of ideas so for example I've always thought maybe I wanted to be a yoga teacher but in my mind I was like that'll just take so long and I essentially just couldn't be bothered waiting for that to happen because it wasn't quick, it wasn't easy but now I realise that so many good things in life are worth waiting for and having the patience for them is so important I also think that within the same breath you have to work hard or you have to work somewhat hard um, to get good things. I don't think that like everything should be struggle and hardship but 
I think there does have to be a certain degree of having to put the effort in and work towards something great. So, you know, going back to the yoga teacher example, if I was to become a yoga teacher, I would have to put a certain amount of effort in and I would have to work hard. But also, say when I got to the end of my training and then I set up my own business or whatever you want to call it, it would be so worth it. And like having that patience and working hard towards that goal would be so worth it. Okay, so I think I'm going to finish with that one. Those were the main ones that I could think of and to be honest, I probably could go on and on and on because I'm always on some sort of emotional and spiritual learning journey but I think those were the main ones that I could think of when I sat down and I thought about it. So next, I'm going to read out some submissions from an Instagram sticker that I put out. So the Instagram sticker was things I would tell my younger self and the first submission was very cliche but to wear what you want and to look how you want. Yeah I totally relate to this. I think when I was younger I was definitely more self-conscious about what I wore and you know whenever I was considering what I was going to wear I would think about how other people were going to react to what I was going to wear Whereas now I'm more focused on what makes me happy, what makes me comfortable and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Okay, so this person submitted twice and I'm going to read out their second submission. So they said, do not change yourself or put up with, excuse my language, shit to fit in with popular girls, be yourself. I totally relate to this and I think so many people go through this experience at some point in their life. I've definitely moulded and changed my personality and who I am to fit in with a certain person or certain people because I just wanted to be socially included or I wanted to be friends with the popular people. But as I've gotten older, I've realised that my real friends, I can just be completely myself in front of them and... I don't have to sort of change myself to fit in with them. And it feels good, you know, just to have those friends where you can be completely yourself. But yeah, I think that's a very common experience um, that everybody has when they're younger. Okay, so the next one is worry to achieve nothing and won't affect the outcome. Wow, yeah. I, I'm relating to all of these. <laughs> I'm, I really understand that because... When I was younger, I used to worry incessantly about pretty much anything I could. I suppose worry. the reason why people worry, or the reason why I worried so much is it was to try and gain some control over a situation. So I thought that if I could just think about it loads and try and figure it out, then I would gain some control. But actually, so much of that excess thinking, which is essentially worrying doesn't actually do anything and the outcome of a situation is probably still going to be the same and you've just wasted so much time worrying oh yeah i understand that okay so the next response was don't worry because things always happen for a reason stay true to yourself Uh, yeah i believe in that i do think a lot of the time things do happen for a reason but you can't see it at the time. So this is a good example. 
I remember when I was living with my sister and I, my sister was going to move in with a boyfriend and then I needed to find somebody else to live with and I was so worried about moving in with a stranger and just doing this like really unfamiliar thing but actually I moved in with somebody and she's become one of my really good friends and I had such a lovely experience living with this person and in a way I'm kind of glad my sister you know moved in with a boyfriend because then I wouldn't have met my old flatmate and I wouldn't have had all these lovely experiences with her so yeah you just gotta trust the process and think this is there's a reason why this is happening the second part of that submission be true to yourself yeah I do believe that you've got to try and be true to yourself because I've definitely had that experience where I got to the point a few years ago where I wasn't being true to myself and I was sort of aligning my values with just basically other people's values and I just felt at at one point I just felt so lost because I was like not like being true to myself and not thinking what is it that I want out of life what is it what are my values what do I believe in yeah very important good message be true to yourself okay so the next response is don't give up nice simple completely understand I think sometimes you can get really bogged down by a difficult situation or you're feeling very frustrated and you just feel so hopeless and you have to remind yourself to not give up because things do get better, feelings and situations are temporary and life moves on and at some point things will change. So yeah, nice and simple, just to remind yourself when you're not in that good place, don't give up. Okay, so my next response is, don't be afraid to say, I don't know, no one expects you to have all the answers. I totally relate to this. Something I've realised about life recently is that you look at people older than you and you think, oh, well, you know, when I'm this age or maybe when I have kids or maybe at this point I'll have all the answers. But truthfully, nobody at any age really has all the answers and it's always okay no matter who you are no matter how old you are or what situation to say I'm sorry I don't know and I need help the reason why we have like community and we have support networks we have friends we have families is so that we can all help each other and support each other in whatever way it is that we need that help so yeah it's it's okay to admit I don't I don't have all the answers Okay, so now I'm going to read some of my anonymous submissions out. And this is slightly off topic, but whenever I do an anonymous submission box, uh, about, I'd say about 70% of the submissions are unrelated to the topic. And they're just like random statements, random questions. Like, for example, somebody said, what do you think of birds? Um, Or do you think the earth is flat? And just know if that you are one of these people, you make me laugh and keep submitting your random questions, thoughts and feelings. Okay, sorry, back to the topic at hand. So, my first anonymous submission was, I tell myself to keep running. The joy 
feeling feeling of freedom and adventure that comes with running keeps me happy now. I did it as a kid, but quit during being a teenager, started smoking and drinking a lot. Now I think that if I kept on with training, I would have been in a different place in my life. Oh, I can understand this and I can relate to it somewhat. I've had a similar experience. I remember when I was um, pre-teen, I went to like a drama, I did like drama classes and drama school and I loved like singing and dancing and just all forms of like, I suppose, performing arts, like being expressive. And then when I became a teenager, I became quite distracted by drinking, smoking, boys, just generally trying to be cool and I stopped doing anything like that and I look back at it now and I don't like to focus too much on regret but I do sometimes think if I kept on with those things I wonder where my life would be now because I've recently within the past couple of years tried to re-enter the performing arts world so I auditioned for an amateur dramatics play and being completely honest the experience was mortifying it was humiliating it was embarrassing I just completely lost any confidence with being able to express myself in that way which is sad really because I think maybe if I would have kept it up from a young age then I wouldn't have lost that confidence and I could be in a diff- completely different world right now. But yeah, that's just that's just the way things have worked out. But what I will say is at least you've come back to it after being a teenager and it's good that it brings you so much joy and freedom and adventure now. Okay, so that was the last submission. I just wanted to say, if you have submitted an answer and you're listening to this, I just want to say thank you for sharing your thoughts, your opinions, your experiences and your advice because I find it really interesting and it just makes me feel, I would say, less alone, less isolated and more connected to the world around me. That is the end of the podcast. Thank you so much if you have listened and I hope you have a lovely rest of your October and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. I'm new to this world of podcasting, generally putting myself out there on social media. So if you have any comments, feedback or questions, please contact me on my socials, Instagram and TikTok. So my handle is evegiovanna underscore, that's E-V-E-G-I-O-V-A-N-N-A underscore. And if you found value or enjoyed this episode, I would be grateful if you shared this with a friend or left a review.